1: You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com slash Therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com slash Therapy30.
0: It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets.
2: This is BetQL Daily. You can follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Always fun on a football Friday. We're going to go over every NFL game. Sides, totals, props, survivors, teams, sorts of uh, betting angles. And Aaron, I know uh, we threw out something on Twitter so we know where to begin with our breakdowns.
1: Yeah, so happy Friday, and thank you to everyone that weighed in this morning on Twitter, at BetQLDaily. So we asked, which of these NFL games are you most locked in on this weekend? And over 75% said 49ers at Eagles. So, Joe, o, that's where we got to start.
2: Yeah, let, let's go here. G. why don't you give us our thoughts, your thoughts as the Eagles guy, and I'll tell you why you're wrong. All right, well, so... <laughs>
0: For, for the first thing we need to do is look at the line here, because the line moves last night, if you, if you saw it. I'm not sure if it moved back up this morning. The line last night, last time I checked, had gone from three and a half down to three. Yep. So, so let, me, let me make the Eagles case in this game, um, and I think it's going to be a very close game. And I, at three and a half, I, I, I'm, at three, if that line sits at three and a half or goes back three and a half, I will take the Eagles. But my case for the Eagles in this game is the 49ers defense is banged up. They were out one of their linebackers. They were out Verrett for the rest of the season. Have you seen their cornerback group? I, their cornerback group right now, and they might make a move. Like I, I could see them trading for someone before the trade deadline to, to, to fix that up, especially if this is really a championship kind of team. That I don't know that they get through the playoffs that kind of group or win big games that kind of group. It's pretty bad. So I think there's plays to be made for the Eagles' young receivers, plays to be made in the passing game for Jalen Hurts. We think they're going to protect him with their good offensive line. I see a high-scoring game, and I think the Eagles can keep pace – for most of this game with the 49ers, not just through the ground with Jalen Hurts in the run game, but through the air because they're they're banged up. Second straight road game for the Niners, Eagles home opener, a lot of injuries enough in 49ers defense, and they did allow the Lions to get back in the game. And that Lions team we know stinks. So I, I could see this being a field goal type of game. If you give me the hook, I would take the Eagles.
2: San Francisco is going to be one of the most public plays of the week, and I don't know if it's the finish against the Lions, if it's a couple of these injuries that have piled up. I'm not too worried about the Mostert one, but the Verrett one can loom right. large. I do you think Hurts is going to push the ball down the field or has the ability to? Because he didn't, he didn't have to in Week One, but he did right. it. Like he had the one so, of the lowest A dots average depth of target in the league.
0: So, what I would say about him based on last year and what we heard in, in training, he has a very good and very catchable deep ball. Intermediate is where he seemed to struggle last year. Like That's where he'll throw picks. That's where his lack of arm strength maybe comes in. But he can throw the ball down the field. They didn't do it against Atlanta. Because, like you said, I didn't think they had to, and I thought the the game plan was just working. I think Atlanta tried to take it away. But this week, I think he can. Now, you know, those are not high-percentage plays, right? You're going to hit one out of every whatever. But I think he could do that.
2: I'm surprised that San Francisco is not six and a half and now people are all over the Eagles only getting three points against a team that many consider to be a Super Bowl contender so I, I I'm a little concerned about it but I'm on San Francisco minus the three of them at the three three and a half maybe a little dicey I'm surprised how much people have flipped on this Eagle squad All right getting a field goal. yes uh just looking at it right now on Friday morning it's minus three and it's minus 110 on both sides so right now I don't it doesn't seem like there's gonna be a big push but uh, that can change Sunday morning what's uh the, what's the next game we, we want to roll through Bengals bears that look good okay Bengals <laughs> so we've seen a bunch of line movement midweek it was bears three and a half bears three down to one and now it's going back up a little bit right now fandle Sportsbook, the bears are favored by two and a half bears one of two teams in the nfl zero explosive pass plays i think dalton's on a short leash this week i really do uh we're you have to have a big game out of max and hicks And what I found interesting, uh, PFF does uh, their wide receiver cornerback matchups. Allen Robinson had the third best matchup, according to them. Now, the Bengals' defense that nobody's talking about in this scenario, they put a lot of pressure on the opposing quarterback last week. So I wonder if that's going to continue. A higher scoring game feels like Cincinnati is the public dog. Stay far, far away from the public dog there's a little bit of value in the bears home opener here and i'm not betting because of dalton i i just think the vikings are horrendous and people are high on cincinnati because they took out the vikings with the help of minnesota at the very end in overtime and they're coming off a five-quarter game uh eileen bears
0: uh let, let me ask you this and i, and I understand your, your point on this and i, and I think your side is, is probably the right one here i'd lean bears too but can they cover those wide receivers for the Bengals? I was not impressed. Like, the, I worry about the Bears' no. defense. I, I'm not sure. I, in fact, I know they're not the defense they were a few years ago. Their defense has eroded. Is it bad? Probably not, but it's not what it was. Bengals' receivers are pretty good. And Chase, who all offseason, it was like, well, I don't know. He's not catching the ball. He's talking about the stripes on the ball and the, the lines and all that. He looked just fine. Him and Burrow looked just fine. It's a lot of weapons for Burrow, and, and they will let him throw the ball. That. Like you said, it's a Hicks game up front. they got to get to Burrow. If he has time, I think the Bengals receivers are going to
2: win. They, um, I'm looking at the running about that with the player props. I think they're going to have a good day on both sides. But uh, I, I think the big question is that the issue on Sunday night was the safety play of the Bears. Now, Eddie right. Jackson came in as a rookie and made an impact, was on that terrific defense a few years ago. Now, do you think he's the guy that we saw – last week or do you think he's more he's closer to what we saw a couple of years ago i i don't expect i would hope they don't give up 60 70 yard bombs that they were giving up on sunday night so secondary overall i'm more worried about corner for the rest of the season because i think eddie jackson is going to fix some some of those mistakes
1: so the Bears secondary by the deep ball last week, but what about the run game that they also have to worry about? Joe Mixon led in rushing yards last week.
2: Yep. I that's So he got a lot of work. He had 29 carries last yep. week. And if Zach Taylor has any sense, this is how they're going to play it. Let's make sure we use the run game to try and protect our, uh, our franchise right now because we know how it ended last year. <laughs> so everybody's going to talk about Burrow and those young high ceiling receivers that they have, but uh their offense at times it might go more through the run.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.
2: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Where are we going next? next? Titan Seahawks? Yep. Mm.
2: Titan Seahawks. This is one of the games that i'm just not all that interested in i understand the overreaction (laughs) the titans might be just terrible this year defense possibly worse if not as bad and i and i don't know how much the offensive coordinator change is going to impact them would it surprise any of us if the titans go to seattle win outright their offense looks like they did a year ago
0: No. It wouldn't surprise me. It would like if they win a thirty-one thirty game and a field goal yep. in the fourth quarter. It wouldn't surprise me. High scoring. I mean, the total is is 54 and a half This number went to six and a half on the line six last and night. A
2: half now. Wow. Six That's and a half.
0: crazy. It, it's. I think it's too yeah. big. Yeah. Uh, the one the one part of this game I do like. I think the Titans' offense will bounce back. I'm looking this week at offenses that have players that had a bad week one. Just the odds are they're going to bounce back. You know, we'll get to a couple later on. I think the totals are really low. But the Titans over under for points this game. Their, their team total is 23 and a half. I like their over here. Even if they lose, even if Seattle does put up 30, 34 points, and they even cover, I, I still think the Titans could get to 24 points in this game. Um, I, I just, I can't imagine, like, everyone's ripping Todd Downing this week. It's, it's like, can he, sure. can he destroy this unit that badly in a couple weeks? They still have Tannehill, A.J. Brown. They still have Derrick Henry, like, I mean, he should be able to figure out a way to get some points on the board there.
1: Derek Henry was terrible last week, though. 17 touches and only 58 yards. I mean, you've got to think he has to step up his production this week.
2: And you've got to think that they're going to use play action more with the threat of Henry in that backfield. The look ahead line was three and a half, and this overreaction is out to six and a half. So if we're going to practice what we preach, this is Titans or nothing, right?
0: It's got to be, yeah, because we, we're fading the overreaction. All right, so where are we going next? We're going, we're going to the desert next?
1: Is that our next game?
2: Cardinals.
1: Vikings at Cardinals.
2: Ooh, 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 I know a lot of people that are jumping on this grenade. They say they're going to take the Vikings on the road. Minnesota does not start 0-2. Arizona flying high after dismantling those Tennessee Titans last week. All right, here, here's some interesting nuggets. Um, We talked about how, how undisciplined this Vikings team is. Offensive line 11 called penalties. Here's your history if you want to buy into some trends over one particular under one particular head coach, and that head coach is Mike Zimmer. Uh, off a road loss, Zimmer is 19 and nine straight up. Off a loss in his uh, career with the Vikes, Zimmer is 17 and 10 against the spread. I don't think Chandler Jones is going to get five sacks again, but you know maybe Kyler will be. Will continue to fly high. That, five touchdowns last week. He was an MVP candidate last September. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is, uh, set to have a big time matchup explosive on offense, but the part that really surprised people was that Cardinals defense last week.
0: Yeah. And that's the part of this, that, that even with the trends, and I'll throw a couple in here as well that worry you, right? Cause how do they block Chandler Jones? He won a five sacks again, but Darisaw is not back yet. They're not healthy in the offensive line. How do they block that guy? A couple more trends that do push you in the direction of Minnesota covering here. Cardinals last 26 games, a home favorite, seven. And 19 against the spread. They do not do well in these spots when they're supposed to win at home. And how about this one on Minnesota to go along with what you said, Joe? So the last six times the Minnesota was coming off a road loss of three points or fewer, like a, basically a heartbreaking road loss. They're six and hmm. 0 the next week. Six and 0 under Zimmer the next week. Obviously Zimmer's been around a long time, so it's a long sample we have of this team bouncing back. This is a dangerous game to play. I, I just feel like either side. Do you have any conviction in this game? Like. I could see it going either way. The only thing I could see is Yeah. I think Arizona's going to score points again. I'd be surprised if this is like a low, lower scoring game. I think Arizona's offensive
2: score. It's
1: a tough one. Yeah, yeah I, feel, I feel the same way. I'm not sure if I'm touching this one. The Vikings did give up three sacks last week. So we were talking about can Chandler Jones repeat that five sack game that he had last week. But, you know, going up against J.J. Watt and Jones is not going to be an easy task. And then Minnesota, how about this weird trend? Two for nine in Dome games over the last two years.
2: That's a wow. So why is the line coming down? We were four and a half at one point this week. 85% of the bets coming in at FanDuel Sportsbook as of yesterday were on Arizona. Why is the line coming down? Sharp's are big on money, Minnesota. big money on Minnesota. Yeah. Respected money on Minnesota. Real money that's, on Minnesota. That's the side I would want to be on. But if I'm not getting four, I find it tough to bet on them.
0: Yeah, I would too. Should right. we
1: move on to Texans at Browns?
0: Let's do it. Texans Browns. Is this number still a twelve and a half, or did it jump to eleven and a half? Last I saw, it was twelve and a half Browns. It's pretty amazing. The look ahead was 15, thirteen. Thirteen. Woo. All right, so we yeah, went to we thirteen. To 13. The look ahead was The look ahead was fifteen and a half. I saw it last week when I looked to week two at fifteen Dang. and a half. So the reaction right. of the Texans winning and maybe being a little bit more competent than people thought with Tyrod Taylor and and David Cully at head coach uh, that moved this a little bit. I, I know the numbers big, and I'm not going to just take this game, but. I love the Browns here. The Browns bouncing back off the loss. Like, they don't have to – Stefanski doesn't have to refocus them. They lost the game. Like, we can – Joe, you and I can say, wow, they had eight yards per play, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't matter to Stefanski. They lost. Like, that's what he tells his players. We're 0-1. Like, that will refocus them. They're just so much better than the Browns. I mean, than the Texans. The Browns are so much better than the Texans. This feels like a two-touchdown victory – and I feel like the Texans probably have a little come down off of the win, right? They got their win. Everyone's shut up at the Texans now. That's got to play a little bit into this, you know, as you think about how it might play out.
2: This week, this number was 11. Now we're up to 13. Um, it probably opens at fourteen, fifteen. if the Texans don't win last week. Right. And does that impress anybody? A team that might be losing their head coach with the Jaguars. Okay, you, you're you at home and you beat the Jaguars. Congrats freaking Lations. Like, that, that doesn't change the number for me. I love Cleveland. I don't know that it's a top five player of the week, but there's no doubt I would take the Browns in this spot.
1: Yeah, the Texans are five and one against the spread in their last six games as an underdog. That's yeah, interesting.
2: But that's usually when Deshaun Watson's there.
0: Right. Right. So the, That's true. Good point. Yeah, the trend has changed a little bit. I, I just feel like the Browns can get it up and they can run the clock, right? So if they get up big, I don't think there's any time for the Texans to have one of those backdoor covers. I think the Browns will just run that clock out in the fourth quarter with Hun and 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 Chubb. I, I, this is like usually you get a, a, a spread this big, you're kind of afraid of it. Like I'll just stay away. I'm not afraid of this one. This one, this if, is right. If I
2: told you final forty-two to ten, would you be surprised? I would not. Yeah, yeah, not Maybe. at all. Easiest survivor play, huh?
0: I put it in your pool on Monday. I was like, I'll just get it in. <laughs> put it in. I don't have to worry. Yeah. Nope.
2: nope. All right. Coming up next, we're going to switch gears. We'll get back to the entire NFL card, but we're going to take a look at the college football slate here on this Football Friday, BetQL Daily. Joe Shosky, Joe Giglio, Aaron Hawksworth with you. So don't go anywhere. Keep it locked. We are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.